I get it. Tuna are as prevalent in the sea as chickens, chickens are, are on land. land. Yes. Revelation. Oh, gosh. Actually, I've heard tuna are pretty hard to catch sometimes. Of course, then again, so are freaking chickens. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It works no matter what you do. Hey, I'm Jeremy Griswold. And I'm Drew Colson. And you are listening to the brand new podcast, You'll Never Guess. And on today's episode... My name is Becca Screwfari. S as in Sam, C-R-U-F as in Frank, A-R-I. Is it clear that that's what my name is once I spell it that way? Does that help? No, it sounds like Scrafari. I feel like a lot of people mistake the F for an S and call me Screw Scary. That's actually pretty common. You'll Never Guess is all about stories. It's stories of average days turning into you'll never guess what happened kind of days. And that is truly the story of Becca Scrufari. I, I commonly play Frisbee with some friends, Ultimate Frisbee. So it was a Sunday night during the summer last June, and we were playing Frisbee, and it was getting kind of dark out, so we decided to call it quits. And I started driving home, taking the interstate back to my apartment, And um, as I was driving, there was a car in front of me. It was a minivan that pulled off to the side of the road. And as a polite person, I decided to give them some space as they were figuring out whatever they were doing. And so as I was crossing over from the right lane to the left lane, I ran over the deer that this poor family had just hit. (laughs) And I looked over, and I just saw all of their hands go to their mouths as they, like, saw me run over this dead deer. And I... (laughs) was so afraid and I, I was listening to music and I turned it off and I just drove the rest of the way home with my hand over my mouth like what just happened <laughs> those poor people that watched it happen so, that so watched you, me decapitate a deer uh, that, yeah that's the thing so you, they hit a deer they hit it deer slides goes wherever it goes and then you happened yeah. to hit it just like right enough right that it took the after. head right off yeah because it was just in the middle of the road and I think like I, it's a sedan, and I just crossed over top of it. Like a whole deer went under my car. Oh, the whole deer! <laughs> you didn't like catch it from like the neck. No, 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 no! Like no, whole, yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure one of my wheels was off the ground. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How are you alive? I don't did know. you not see it? I mean, I guess it was, it was dark. So <laughs> no, I did not see it. <laughs> well, I mean, like I don't know. Oh, I've man. hit deer too. But it was one of those things because like, the car, I was more the car moved the car. out of the way. Yeah, I was just trying to look out for them because I was like, I had no idea what had just happened to them that they were pulling over. So I was like, uh, look out. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you, is that your panic mode? Yeah. Uh, look out. <laughs> Usually it is. I don't You're great much. under high stress situations. <laughs> yes. yes. I should put that on resumes. <laughs> and then tell that story and you get the job every single time. Oh every time. That's hilarious. Yep. So no more open claims. No you, more. You've been a year uh, accident free. Ten months. Gone through oh, ten more ten months. Yeah. They say the last steps are the hardest. So. <laughs> oh man, but I have a, a good support group in place. <laughs> Everyone's looking out for me. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So have my go-tos. What about your brother and your sister? Like, do they just do you soak all of the you know accident proneness? My sister has some weird things happen to her, but I think generally my brother not a lot bad happens. Like, not a lot astonishingly bad things. You'll never guess type of things. Mm-hmm. You'll never guess. Good segue. 
see see how that works. And when I got back to my apartment, I went inside and told all of my roommates, you guys, I just hit a dead deer. I think I just hit a dead deer and I need a flashlight to go like see if my car's okay. And so we found a flashlight and they all followed me out. I think there were like three girls with me and we started looking underneath of my car and I had the flashlight. We're like really close to the bottom of the car trying to like see if anything was hanging down and there was a piece of metal and then I started seeing blood and hair and Mm. it was quite gross. (laughs) Yeah. But then I thought I saw a tooth or several (laughs) teeth (laughs) and I freaked out and I just stepped back and waited a second and everyone was just kind of looking at me like, is everything okay? And I was like, I think I saw teeth. (laughs) And so we went back under the car and we were looking and I got really close and it was literally the head of the deer that I had just ran over was like lodged underneath of my car. Like the godfather Um, scene, but with your car. Right. Just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Except it was all my fault. But we, um, I had to work the next morning pretty early. Yeah. So I decided to just go to work and I would figure the rest out later. Wait, with the the dead head attached yeah. to your car yeah so you just like let it hang out so there wasn't i called someone there was there was no fluid under my car nothing looked too bad and it was still running i had driven the whole way home <laughs> so what, i don't know right, about on, time out but what did you do no you got up and went to work but there's a gap missing where you're supposed to say and then we proceeded to pull the head of this deer no i did not want to do that so you just let I it didn't want to deal with that mess Mm-mm. and so we we go to bed we wake up uh, yeah. morning routine get in car get in the car i mean i was a little nervous i didn't want to be that close to a deer <laughs> but i went to work and i was gonna like file a claim with my insurance and with the police because i, I think you're supposed to do that unless it's like the second hit for a dead deer like do you even tell the police then i don't know do you tell the police yeah if you hit <laughs> that animal told I, you that? I called no. them and i told them that i hit an animal so because you I said nine one one. No, no, help no, no, me! No, no, no. I hit a deer. I didn't call nine one one. I called the sheriff's office because no. then your insurance can look back at the police report gotcha. to confirm that you actually hit a deer. No, but I mean, the, con- you- the confirmation was the deer head, though, right? <laughs> you, take, you take pictures of the underneath of you your know, car. The, the worst deer thing head about this: twelve hours. I didn't take a single picture of the deer head. I never did because I was so I didn't want to be near it again. I was so grossed out. I'm still. Con- mm. Who got the deer head? Well, okay, so when? that's that's part two. I I called the mechanic and I said I on your way, <laughs> on your way to on my way to work. You called I'm- the mechanic on the way to your work. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm following. <laughs> and um, they said they could take a look at it. They're like, oh yeah, deer accident happens all the time. Bring your car in. So I drove my car in. My friend drove me back to work, and I called and I was like, hey, so. Like, how's everything look? Is everything going to be okay? And they're like, yeah. So actually, there's quite a bit of flesh under the car. (laughs) I think actually they said tissue. There's a lot of tissue under the car. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, so about that, did you find a head? (laughs) And they're like, yes, ma'am, we did indeed find a head to the deer. They're like, did you know that was under there? said, I thought it might be. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't want to like confess that I knew it was under there because oh. I felt so bad. But they said no. they wouldn't fix it <laughs> until I cleaned the the car because they're like, we're not going to work on this until your car's cleaned off. So I was like, great. And they said to take it to a car wash with an undercarriage wash, which I have no idea what that means. So I went to go pick up my car and I said, okay, I'm going to go clean it. And they were like, well, it's not safe to drive. You can't take it. And I was oh. like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? I, I Do I need a bucket and a brush <laughs> for the deer head? Uh. And so after a while of like talking it through, they agreed to clean it for me, which was very kind. Thank you for that. And then... You want to give a shout out? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. So they cleaned it out, they said, and kept working on it. So two weeks later, it was actually also the same time that Muhammad Ali died. And um, the funeral was in Louisville, Kentucky, where this all happened. And I was trying to get a rental car. And I got the actual last rental car that they had in Louisville due to his funeral taking place here. They told me this is the last car that we have in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. And so I had this car for like two weeks and finally went to go pick up my car. They called and they're like, it's ready. And we were all so excited. And I was on my way to go pick it up. And um, they called me back and said, Becca, we're so sorry. Um, we were taking your car to the car wash to clean all of the, the tissue out from underneath of it. And um, we got in a car accident and we totaled your car. <laughs> So, uh, I think <laughs> Jeremy, you were there. I think when I got that phone. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. totaled you, it. They said that they totaled my car, <laughs> and so I was like, "All right." I just started laughing actually in the moment. I was like, "You know, it's okay. Like, as long as you pay for my rental car until it's fixed and pay for all the damages on it, like it's not a big deal." And so um, I like went there to look at the damages, and it turned out it wasn't totaled. It was just like. They had rear-ended someone, um, so that was unfortunate. But um, they decided to fix it for me for free and to give me a rental car for free. So I still had this, the the last rental car in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, a week into those repairs on their car accident, I was driving back home from work, I think. Oh, actually, I was at the laundromat. I was driving home from the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was, <laughs> which that's a whole other <laughs> true, <laughs> a yeah. whole other story. I was driving, and um, I was in the complex, and there's like all this parallel parking on either side of the street, and um, I was approaching a stop sign, so probably going like five miles an hour as mm. you do near a stop sign, and someone um, pulled out of their parallel parking space and just t-boned my car, my rental car. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I like sat in my car for a second and then I parked it and I got out and the girl that hit me was like so afraid and I was like, it's okay. Like I know just what to do <laughs> because I've done this twice already. <laughs> so we, we called the police, um, to file a report, which you can't do on private property. I, I was told. And so they said, you can't file a report. <laughs> so I just called you my insurance. You can't file a police report on private property? Yeah, because the accident occurred on private property. They couldn't file a report about the car accident. But, uh, huh. What does it mean? What does that mean for other types of accidents? I don't know. Like, they didn't have to come or anything, so maybe that's why. Yeah, what if I... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's weird. It was fine.
my insurer for the rental car because I had gotten renter's insurance. Thank goodness. Very good. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, you know. <laughs> genius smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good thing. I almost didn't, too. And they're like, it's only $25. So I was like, yeah, that's worth it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, Thank you, lady. You saved yeah, my life. She did save my life. Um, so I took I took it back to Enterprise. And they said, <laughs> um, you can just keep it until your car's repaired. And we'll just like take care of it when you return it it's like great awesome i'll just drive this dented car everywhere like (laughs) people need to worry about this even more (laughs) all the car accidents i've been in and so i had it for another two weeks after that and um finally i went to go pick up my car and um i it was like dropping off the rental car going to get my car and when i walked into the mechanic they were all just kind of like staring at me and i was like they know <laughs> so like in between all of this my dad had been calling them to be like please hurry up my daughter keeps getting in car accidents like, <laughs> we just need to get her back which, in her car which is totally a dad thing to do <laughs> yeah. so he had been like pressuring them and i had no idea and so when i walked in they're like that's the dear lady <laughs> <laughs> So I picked up my car and they like walked me out and the one guy made this comment like, oh my gosh, she's going to like pull into the street and get hit or something like that. And I was like, that's not funny. But I um, got in my car and went home and it was great to be back in my car. It was clean and everything like that. I was helping a friend move a week after that and I was just like thankful to have my car back again and um on my way to her house I was driving down like a country road and I was watching this hawk just kind of fly it was like next to the road like in a field kind of area and I thought it was gonna like catch something so I was watching like oh this is gonna be cool and then it just flew right into the passenger door of my car (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. And I like immediately called the friend I was going to see. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. I just hit, or a hawk just hit me. And it was great. And I I showed up at her house and there's just like this tiny little ding in the passenger door of my car from its beak or something. I don't even know what, (laughs) but it's still there. It's great. Um, So yeah, and then we were helping her move and it it took like two weekends that we were back and forth between her house. And um, the second weekend that I was there, so I think this is like maybe two months after the initial accident, I was um, going to pick up food for everyone so they could have lunch during moving day. And um, I was with another friend. She was in the passenger seat. And we were kind of joking like, haha, does anyone even know you're a good driver? Like no one's even seen you get in a car accident. It could just be your, because up till this point, it was never my fault. And so they're kind of assuming that maybe it was. <laughs> but we were pulling out of the parking lot, and I, I put my car in reverse, and she said, hey, wait, I think this guy's going to back out. So I parked my car again, and just as I parked it, someone <laughs> backed into my bumper. And <laughs> I think at that point I said some I, – I cursed <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I was so done getting in car accidents. And uh, we got out of the car, and the lady was like, so this is like a no fault, right? And I was like, "Um, no, I'm parked. I'm in a parking space, and you hit me. (laughs) And she was like, I just got in a car accident. I can't file another claim. And I said, you know what? Me either. Like, I can't file another insurance claim. I'm going to be dropped. My dad told me at some point. He's like, pretty soon, you're going to call. 
they're going to be like, if you're Rebecca Scrifari, press eight. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably, yeah, it could have happened. Maybe, maybe five or four. I don't know. But we, uh, we decided not to file a claim for that one. And as I was leaving the parking lot, I called my dad and was like, dad, everything's okay. And he was like, are you going to file another claim? (laughs) I was like, how did you know? (laughs) And, um, we kind of just laughed about it. And he was like, Becca, I just don't understand. He's like, only you, this would only happen to you. So we, we always ask, is there any life lessons that you want to share because of this story? That's so good. Bike more? Bike more. No, because then you get hit on your bike. (laughs) Um, uh, Just be patient. Things will pass. (laughs) And it's going to be fine. And even if there's four open insurance claims going on, it's going to pass and it's going to be okay. And just laugh it off. <laughs> that's that's all I did. We'd like to thank Becca for coming on the show today. Uh, she's just one of our dear friends. That's right. Our dear friends. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> if you like this show, we would love, love for you to head over to iTunes and rate and review us. It helps us get into the ears of other listeners and uh, we'd love to continue uh, spreading these stories to other people that might find them enjoyable you can also follow us on twitter yng podcast or head over to bigbearmedia.org for more information about the show we hope this brightened your day a bit we'll see you next time